0: Welcome back to The Breakfast Show, where we're learning new things every day. Bam, there you go. <laughs> oh. How are you, Lawson? I'm
1: all right. A bit know.
0: of an interesting uh, morning here. Yeah, for those so of you who weren't, who weren't listening earlier, I had to do radio by myself, because our lads on annual leave, and Lawson was super late. Yep. And then uh, and then just now, as we're sitting here, waiting for the news to finish and us to go on, Lawson's alarm clock, that didn't go off this morning to wake him up, just magically yep. started going off while we were in the studio. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, your alarm clocks need to have a chat. Dude, somebody they, to they a chat need them. to.
1: They need to have therapy or something. Yeah, someone need... needs to sit
0: them down and have a. Where was your alarm clock? Yeah. like, Do you know what? Eight o'clock is way too late. Where
1: were you when <laughs> yeah, Lawson <laughs> couldn't wake up in the morning?
0: <laughs> Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> <laughs> alarm clock, you let me down. You let Dude. me down. <laughs> anyway. Gnarly. <laughs> we're all fine here now.
1: <laughs> now I'm still pretty frazzled. If I be honest, like,
0: I'm, I'm I'm really souped up on uh, souped up on adrenaline. I'm like. Woo! Anyway, Lawson was asking me to calm down. And I was like, it's your fault that I'm this hyper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on, the the, right, right. on the adrenaline of like, I'm not having a co-host here. show up and having to do radio by yourself. You're the vi- I'm, I'm the, the victim. victim.
1: I know. What, because I'm now you
0: victim. have to deal with my hyperactivity? <laughs>
1: No, just because I am,
0: because <laughs> you're looking for a way to be one. Yeah, yeah. Well, your victim victimisation caused my victimisation, which caused wow. the listeners' victimisation. The real, victims the real victim is here. Victim the, list. the listeners.
1: Look, no, where us at Faith FM, we want to submit a formal apology <laughs> to those out there listening <laughs> that you had to deal with Mon doing radio alone because I wasn't here, and I'm really sorry. I feel like I'm being victimised really further. Sorry. <laughs>
0: I'll take offence to that,
1: Lawson. No,
0: I'm kidding. Sue me. Come on. Okay, okay. Let's do <laughs> it. only I had the money to sue someone. <laughs> uh, anyway, let us give another clue for our quiz, Lawson. Ooh. We've used up all the clues on the card. It is time to do... DIY DIY clues. homemade clues I love a good homemade clue. You've got one right? Yeah wait wait let me put this up on Instagram. By the way, check yeah. out our Instagram you might, need, you might need to
1: have one ready because this one's pretty sketchy but
0: okay three two one go.
1: Okay the clue the next clue for the quiz what number am I is the number of games that someone needs to win to win a state of origin series.
0: Dude, what even? That's not from the
1: Bible.
0: That's not from the Bible? What was
2: that all about? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let me give you a biblical clue for our biblical quiz this morning. (laughs) Just ignore that guy. Totally ignore Lawson. Okay, here's a proper clue for the quiz. A real proper DIY, you know, homemade one. What number am I? I am the number that the Lord sent the animals to the ark in.
1: Oh, that is a sketchy clue. That has multiple answers. I got a good one. All the
0: animals came in a certain number, a certain set number. There was like this many number of giraffes and this many number of zebras and this many numbers of budgerigars. Like that's the number. Of what? Budgerigars.
1: Budgerigars.
0: You didn't know that budgerigar is like the full version of the abbreviated budgie?
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now we all
0: really are learning something new today. There you go. Oh, can
1: I I just throw in a... Clue, just just no. Yeah, one. go
0: on, go on. Let's do a, right. let's do a clue bonanza. All
1: right, next clue: the chapter in Genesis mm. where the Sabbath is first kept. Ooh.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so we could go through all the chapters that have this number attached to them and just you know find a clue from there. <laughs> yeah.
1: The chapter in Matthew where um, let's see, um, wise men come from the east to see Jesus. Man, we could do this all day. Let's just, let's just see how this goes now nah, let's get back to our oh we're up, we're up to a Bible study yeah yeah ready ready are you ready are you ready kids hi captain <laughs> I can't hear you let's do this <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm keen
0: I'm, I'm keen, keen Bean as well let's jump into our 20 milli movement our encounter uh, with God. it makes me so happy to study the Bible every morning and uh, not just with you Lawson but with all the people who are listening as well mm. um something the Bible is a great way to start your day it's a good way to uh, set, the, set the day on a good course. Um, you know, the, the Holy Spirit uh, will speak to your heart the things you need for mm. that day, sustenance for that day. Yeah. So just, yeah, start your day every day uh, with, your, with, the, with, the, with the Word of God.
1: And I got to—I got to be honest. Because of my, uh, my my lateness, this is me starting my day with the word of you God really right this. now, and you I'm really going to be sharing you? it, my findings with all of you out there who are listening. The
0: Holy Spirit is really going to speak to Lawson this morning. Oh, Amen. Uh, Send the rebukes. No, I'm kidding. Okay, let's do this. What is that? What is that? What is so that? So today
1: we're going to be talking about contagious friendliness.
0: Ooh, oh, contagious, contagious friendliness. Oh, I like that. You
1: like it. I like, I, I, that's
0: how friendliness should be. It should be contagious.
1: Well, I I, I love that word, contagious friendliness. Like that phrase, yeah. because contagious usually has very negative connotations, but it's like that's we're, true. We're switching it up, dude. contagious yeah. friendliness. Like this is this is you know <laughs> this is this is the stuff. Um, actually, that reminds me of when we. <laughs> when we Whenever I've worked with you know evangelistic campaigns or whatever, we 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 do what's called letterboxing, which mm-hmm. is where we distribute the flyers. Mm-hmm. And when I work when I worked with Lyle doing letterboxing, <laughs> we called it letterboxing no mercy because we would just go for two <laughs> weeks straight, eight hours a day of just like
0: letterboxing, letter, yeah. letterboxing, mm-hmm. letterboxing, letterboxing. So yeah.
1: letterboxing no mercy. Uh-huh. It's another thing here. It's like contagious friendliness. friendliness.
0: It actually reminds me of a. Um, that famous quote by Mother Teresa, where she says, "Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier." Mm. And I think that's the that's the key there for the contagious friendliness is you want people to leave your presence uh, happier and and you know mm. and hopefully imbued with some of the love of God.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think when we think of contagious friendliness as well, <laughs> sorry, a lot of it kind of comes into the realm of of hospitality, essentially, you know, how you treat people that you don't really know Mm. and that maybe you'll never see ever again. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you treat the world around you of people you don't know, people you don't have a strong or close connection with? What kind of person um, do we need to be? And I think that, you know, the pinnacle of hospitality is essentially providing for someone's needs. Yeah. Um, Going through, you know, that person's needs of rest and food and, and fellowship um it's actually you know a tangible expression of of love you know when you could
0: almost say like it, it it boils down to how do you serve people when it doesn't serve you
1: yeah oh that's that's yeah. a that's a, like, that's a cool it give little you quote. Any benefit
0: like how mm. do, how how is it that you serve people?
1: Which I think, you know, when, when it doesn't give you any benefit, yet you serve people anyway. That is like that is the, 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 the pinnacle right there of mm. selflessness. Yeah,
0: exactly. Which you know falls is the into, heart of hospitality. You
1: know, heart of hospitality and it comes into the general sort of scope and picture of of love and, and how we should treat others. I think, you know, we have been talking about families and, and marriages and all those different things that me and Mon are extremely not experienced with. <laughs> um, yep. And, and you got to think about, for example, yep. in, in,
3: a <laughs> Matt, <come on. laughs>
1: in, In for example, a family situation where, hmm. where, you know, two people get together and they have a kid. Um, you know, that, that kid serves them in the – especially, you know, as a baby and a toddler, it serves them in the way of maybe cuteness sometimes. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, a child – can't practically benefit their parents in a practical way yet you have to serve them anyway yeah and it's like that that is like the real center of 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 love right there that's like the 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 you know to its to its logical sort of conclusion is to love people even when they don't serve you.
0: Even when they're biting the hand that's feeding them and you're the hand. Exactly. Yeah. you
1: know, And that's what we, when we see God for example, um, we could relate this to our sort of spiritual experience with God and, and redemption and everything. Um, the Bible says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honour and power, for you created all things and by your will they exist and were created. Essentially what the, the heart of what that's getting at is that God created us because he wanted to and that's why we worship him. We don't in any way practically benefit God Yet the Bible says, you know, like he you know, Jesus died for us on the cross and all these things, but then it says, you know, he's poured out every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. You know, he did not get, spare his own son but gave him up for us all. How will he not freely give us all things? You know, that God is constantly working for our benefit and our better, even though we, as people, don't practically benefit it, it, God in it, it, any way. I've sometimes way.
0: wondered like about the happiness of God himself. And I've always wondered I sometimes wondered like would God have been happier if we'd just never been, like if we'd never been created? Because we must cause him so much pain and sorrow. Mm. Kim, like, he didn't have to create us. He didn't have to go through that. But he he wanted us to be there. He wanted to love us. Like It's, it's such a, a massively selfless act for him to even have created us, mm. knowing full well that we would turn around and do to him what we do every day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, that's heavy. My my mind is kind of I've got different flashes and different lights going on after the you know we we're, we're going to be getting into and looking at the theological implications of hospitality and mm. and those different things and seeing how that actually relates to our spiritual experience.
4: You're listening to Faith FM,
0: positively different radio.
1: So I've been trying my hand a little bit here and there, sporadically.
0: Oh, hospitality? No,
1: no, 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 no. at, at Being like a really smart theologian guy
0: uh, <laughs> okay, and coming yeah, yeah.
1: up with like <laughs> neat quotes, you know? Uh-huh. You know when you see like a C.S. Lewis quote that's just a banger? It's,
0: it's, it's wrapped up in a nice parcel and it just is perfect. And yes. it's just
1: like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've been trying my hand at coming up with some stuff. And I've got some really nice eloquent quotes. I've, But the quote I want to share you with with you at the moment, it's kind of in draft. It's kind of just, you know, a sort of formed idea, but it hasn't, you know, it doesn't it's not very eloquent at the moment. It was something else, um, that I actually came up with last night.
0: Oh, yes. <coughs> Sorry? Go on.
1: That essentially, you know, it would have been cheaper for God to destroy us. Like, like we've got to think about cost, right? Yeah. Think about, think about this, you know, what what, what, what is worth... The cost of of you know different things. You, you we look at things. I I look at uh for example, a, an Apple iMac computer that's specced out with the best specs is worth four thousand dollars, and and I think there's a level in which you're willing to pay for that. You know if you're in a comfortable circumstance, there are cars worth five thousand dollars, and there there are cars worth one hundred thousand dollars, and you know depending on how much money you have, resources like it it. De- You know, depends on on what you go for, what you buy, and how much things are actually worth, you know, supply and demand. And I think about the salvation of humanity. Something that, you know, when you think about it, supply and demand-wise, like, there was a demand there because humanity was lost. But at the same time, you know, from the universe's perspective, there was no need. There was no need to save humanity. Mm. What, 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 In what way would that practically benefit? And I think, if anything, God was well within His rights.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He was well
1: was. within their rights to just let them die. Like, yep, they've made this decision; they're gone from me. But you know, there's a there's a powerful passage in the Bible in in First Timothy chapter two. You know, it says, "For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth." Um, Therefore, you know, he pays a ransom for all. And it's essentially like God pays a ransom for all men, even though not all men will be saved. And that's on their own volitional decision. Like he pays for all men. And even though or not, like God wouldn't be a very good investor. Let's just say that because yeah. because that is not making a profit. That is making a giant loss. But that's how good God is. That is like, again, coming back to this contagious friendliness, this hospitality like God just takes it to another level and when we talk about you know the implications of of the the the, the salvation of humanity God is just like the ultimate you know he is the ultimate um hospitable yeah, uh, hospitable. hospitable person oh, h- host host he's yeah. the ultimate oh he's the lord of hosts and he's yeah. a, he's he's the guy man like See,
0: do you think um that sort of attitude the attitude of you know, covering someone, paying for someone, picking up the tab, and them with the with the potential for them not even to take advantage of that. Do you reckon that is linked to hospitality?
1: Hundred percent. And you know what? It's what? not only linked to hospitality, but it's also linked to our spiritual state, and not only our spiritual state. Well, what is our spiritual state? It's whether we're in a relationship with Jesus or not. But furthermore, like that has implications on our salvation. And I want to read a text there. We might get into a couple different texts that show us this this the theological implications the theological implications of being a hospitable person we're going to go to Matthew chapter 25 I'm going to be reading a bit of a classic bit of a bit of a classic passage you know that, that you know it's a bit of a bit of a you know this is the, this is something that secular people quote from the bible Oh,
0: is it? You know, something okay. some, like... Okay.
1: We're going to see. We're going to see.
0: Just P.S., by the way, did you know, um, have you done one of those spiritual gifts tests? Yeah. Yeah. My strongest one is hospitality.
1: Oh. Yeah. Mine, I think hospitality is like a mid one for me, a mid-pack spiritual gift. <laughs> I think my top one is like speaking.
0: Yeah, I was going to say preaching, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: That It's yeah. preaching and teaching and encouragement. Oh. So, okay, if you want to feel okay. good about yourself, then come to me, because I'll, I'll set you up. Do
0: you know what? It's true. Every, every morning, I get you to champion me as I drink my green sludge. Yeah. I'm like, Lawson, I need some encouragement. And he goes into full cheerleader mode, and he gets me through it. And I really <laughs> appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Okay. Matthew chapter 25.
1: 25. We're going to be reading from verse 34 to verse 40. Can you get that one for us, please? Monica. 25 verse
0: 34 to verse 40.
1: That is a full on text of scripture, it's, it's because huge. you know it calls it calls for a life change. It does. It calls you know for us to do something that's unnatural, and that is to be wholly selfless. You know, it starts off and it says, you know, "For I was hungry and you gave me food." Okay, you know, Coles Coles gives food bank foods. You know, we run a lot of food food banks in the cities. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. Oh, you know, if you're you're relatively Well-off person, you got a tap in your home, you you know, give someone a drink. I was a stranger and he took me in. Ooh. Mm. Now you're supporting someone with your, you know, your personal effects.
0: Yeah. I was
1: naked and you clothed me. Ooh, that's an uncomfortable Mm -hmm. situation, you know. And, you know, I was in prison and you came and visited me. Like... We're working up the scale of what is the practical, like less and less yeah. practical return here.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And and he just like Jesus just continues. He's like, no, like this is this is who. And th- and then I love it here how the righteous like they're nearly naive and oblivious. They're like, what? Well, when did we do this to you? Yeah. Like, you're you're the king of the universe. You're, I remember seeing you. You're sick. in the most holy place of the sanctuary. Like, do you think
0: they were like? Hey look if I'd seen you sick I would have come but I never saw you sick so
1: Yeah what well, well, what's the go and yeah. then he Jesus is just like look like no like you did this to my children like whatever you did to the least of to the least of these you've done to me and I think like l- let's let's just let's just bust out the honesty let's get like full on therapy up in here there are some people in the world that you see around you know or you, maybe you know or you don't know but there are some people in the world that you don't want to do things for.
0: That's true. People who it's, it's difficult to do them. Yeah, You know, it's like,
1: yeah. it's hard. It's just like, I do not want to be around this person. I do not want to offer generosity or kindness. I do not want to benefit them in any way because like, you know, you, and you might have reasons, you know, oh, this person is, you know, has, has, has treated me terribly or, you know, this person just,
0: Gets on my nerves. Gets on my nerves yeah. or whatever.
1: And, and Jesus is like, whoever, whatever you've done to the least of these, that's what I sort of consider to be the least of these. You know, what? who are the least of these? It's the person, it's the people who you would least like to benefit in your life. The, the, pe- the people that you would least like to, to call out to, 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 to help. Mm. Yet. You do it anyway. And I I tell you what, you know, for for someone like myself who has been on a real spiritual journey in their life from like zero to a hundred kind of thing, you know, from being completely secular, completely unchurched to completely, you know, in the church, um, man, this has been such a gnarly and crazy road for me because before I was in church, before I was you know, a, a follower of Jesus, why would I want to practically benefit anyone? In fact, I lived a life where I practically benefited myself. Like, that that was the aim of my game, you know, living a life, you know, participating in professional sports. It's all about making yourself look good.
0: And look after number one, which is yeah, yourself. which is myself, yeah, you know, yeah. and,
1: and, and, you know, being a 50, I think that's also exacerbated by the fact that I was so young as well. You know, 15 year, years old, living overseas, racing motorbikes professionally, like, but it's so interesting that, you know, being in that circumstance gave me so much anxiety and so much struggles. But then G- Jesus just comes into your life and flips it on your head. And, and he's teaching me more and more to, to love people, um, even though they don't practically benefit you. And I can honestly say, like, I'm being more and more blessed. And I'm seeing lives change and and that sort of contagious friendliness. But we're going to talk a little bit more about this um, after this song break. This is Linda Shelton with Spread A Little Love Around. Oh, real appropriate song choice.
0: Definitely something we need to spread around.
4: Sometimes this crazy world can make us all feel bad. I sit and watch the news and just get sad. To stop and smell the roses in the ground Get out today Spread a little love around Talk to a neighbor Volunteer a favor Help out a stranger when his car's broke down Give your wife a kissin' When your kids talk, listen It makes a lovely sound Spread a little love around You know it don't take much To make somebody's day A kind word, a tender touch Goes a long way We can change the whole world If we start in our hometown Get out today Spread a little love around. Tell your mom you love her. Bear hug your brother. Treat your sister to a night out on the town. Throw the ball for Rover. Wrestle in the club. It's fine and dandy Take along, old granny Dance with the kids And act just like a clown A little tiny kiss and
1: Welcome back to Faith FM, and we are, of course, coming to our last section of Encounter with God.
0: Have you cooked up any new clues? for Oh, the
1: quiz? any new clues for the quiz? Oh. All right, I got another one. Um, the chapter in John where Jesus turns water to wine. Bam! There you go. Gotta
0: stop with these chapter references, <laughs> dude. You gotta give like something decent.
1: Um, can it can it be can it be a little bit extra biblical? Extra.
0: Dude, I'm always down for extra biblical. Extra
1: biblical. Well, this one goes right back to the creation. Um, the number of thumbs that a human has.
0: Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you're silly.
1: The number of kidneys that a human, a number of lungs, the a number, number of, of, be- pe- the number of
0: parents Jesus had.
1: <laughs> mm. Wait, that's kind of a sketchy question. You're, you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're, you're, line. you're flirting with deadly territory right, right
0: there. Danger for my little mind. <laughs> 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 you're,
1: you're in the danger zone.
0: Danger. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So-
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've been talking about contagious friendliness. Yes. Um. This is of course coupled with what we were kind of talking about yesterday, with with being a, a positive influence in people's lives. And then being you know contagiously friendly, I think that you know that's a that's a match made in heaven right there. That's that's you know that's a couple that walks hand in hand and, um, for the purpose of blessing um, that really helps people. But yeah, I think I think it's really incredible. Um, you know, talking about you know the way that that God works and and how He does go out. You know, He He leaves the ninety nine for the one, not for the purpose of practical benefit, but for the purpose of for, of love, of selflessness. Um, and, and I think we're all on a journey. You know, when you start following Jesus and you start to, to choose him in your daily life and you ask him, Lord, make me more and more like you, you know, make me more and more like Jesus, that starts to happen. You know, the the fruits of the Spirit start to manifest in your life and you start caring for people in ways that you didn't care about them before. And you start um, helping people, in, people. you know, Essentially, yeah. Yeah. You feel what it's like to actually genuinely love people and not just look out for self, um, which I think is a hundred percent an experience that can happen in the secular world. I know you know I have two parents and they love me and um, you know they've provided for me even though they weren't religious. But I, I honestly believe that that you know emotion or that you know that connection that that's something that comes from God. Um, but today, like, I just wanted to close up by looking at my my like. Prob's my favorite or second favorite story in the Bible, Mm. uh, which is John chapter 4 The Woman at the Well. Yeah. This is like the most epic story ever. Um, Because Jesus is just such a boss. Like, Jesus, he's, you know, he's weary, he's tired from traveling, yet he's just out here, like, being the most amazing legend ever and just changing people's lives. Um, we're going to have a bit of a read through John chapter 4. Um, and essentially, we're not going to get too hard into the, into the story, but <laughs> I'm just going to preface this by, uh, by saying that, that Jesus um, and his disciples, they were you know hanging around the traps, and then all of a sudden they, you know, they, they, they start traveling. And to get to where they need to go, um, they have to go through Samaria. And now Samaria was a class of people um, that, that that lived in, you know, ancient Israel 2,000 years ago. They were essentially, there's a little bit of speculation, but they were a half-breed between Jew and something else. Some people say Persian, some people say Greek, some people say some other funky stuff. But you got these, du- there were, they were sort of Samarians, and they were just hated.
0: Yeah, that's what i say. They were well hated like around that world at the time.
1: Like no one liked them. People were so racist towards them. Yeah, that, that was, like that was the big social you know you know the big social epidemic at the time. You know, we when we when we look at, you know, recent modern history and uh, we look at, you know, the 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 mid 20th century and the whole you know the big push for for equal rights in america and martin luther king well essentially that class of people at the time and you know in ancient israel that that was the samarians they were you know an underprivileged downtrodden people and jesus and the disciples they rock up in samaria and the the disciples are like oh yeah we're gonna go get some food like hang out here jesus jesus is like yeah i'm you know doing my thing hanging out and this lady um comes to Jesus. This is really cool. This lady comes to Jesus. Um, she is a Samaritan woman. And basically, Jesus says to her in, in verse 7, says, A woman of Samaria um, came to draw water. and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So we're seeing here the start, the seed is planted of this radical, contagious friendliness, this this hospitality, even though it's like kind of a bit backwards because you're like, he's the one asking her for a drink. He's not... But, but he's it's reaching
0: like, out because she's like this condemned race. Exactly, yeah.
1: condemned race. And I, I think I'm just going to do a bit of a spoiler alert for time's sake. We find out later in the story that this woman... She's actually, you know, she's a known adulterer. She's rejected by even the Samaritans. And that's why she's at the well-drawing water in the middle of the day by herself. And Jesus is just like, oh, give give us a drink. You know, like trying to, to, to start to have some kind of social interaction with this person that he, you know, in any other situation with any one other person just totally would not happen. She's utterly shocked. She's like, what are you doing? Like, who are you? You, You're a Jew dealing with a Samaritan. She's shocked. You know, she doesn't just take the kindness and, and, you know, walk with it, you know, and run with it. She's not just like, oh yeah, sure. She's like, what are you doing, man? Uh, But then Jesus's response, he's like, if you knew the gift of God and who it says to you, give me a drink. You would have asked him and he would have given you living water. This is, this is incredible. This is like, basically, Jesus is here and he's to this woman. He's like, oh, look, look, this is what's going down right now. I'm offering you salvation. He's just like, this is, this is who I am. Like, he's just like, look, woman, I know who you are. I know what's going on. I know that you're a Samaritan. I know we have no dealings. Like, that's that's what she's just said. She's just like, you have no dealings with me. Like, get get away from me, Jesus. Like, you can't deal with me. I'm a Samaritan. And Jesus is just like, no, nah, actually, like, I want you to be saved and come to heaven because I love you.
0: And I think, I think when we offer people hospitality, we need to remember that in a way we're offering them salvation.
1: 100%. Well, for example... We were just talking to the lady from Adra. I forgot it. What was her name? Ashley. Ashley, Ashley from Adra. Shout out Ashley from Adra doing amazing work. Yes. They just rock up in communities in Timor Leste and they, they they give them a water tank. Mm-hmm. And they get you know and then they start supplying food and, and agricultural training. And, and what's the purpose? Do we just want to leave people, you know? Do we want to feed someone with fish for a day? Or even, fi- well, not fish, teach- vegetables for a day. Yeah, or teach me
0: how to grow their own. You know, or... preach,
1: teach. No, we want to give these people eternal life. Like, we want to offer them the gift of salvation that's been given to us in Jesus' name. That's why, you know, that, like, we, people often get confused by this, you know, because I think they've lost their purpose in a little way, in, in a lot of ways. But that's why op shops exist. That's mm. why food banks exist. You know, I I'm, like, super privileged to be a part of a church <laughs> who's in the, process of starting an op shop and a juice bar and the sole and singular reason for those things existing is so we can reach out to our community like a hundred percent like like there is literally no other reason for those to exist other than we want to be hospitable to the community we want to spread contagious friendliness and win people to jesus and I think, you know, if you're listening out there, if, if you're someone who hasn't made a decision to Jesus man, get in amongst your local church. There are people who want to be friendly to you. But if you have, be contagiously friendly and do God's work. This is now Malvinas with Like the Woman at the Well. Oh, Jasmine just on point with the uh, song choices here.
2: the well I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. But then I heard my Savior speaking, who are craving the pleasures earthly things afford but none can make the wondrous treasure that I find in Jesus Christ my Lord fill my cup of So my children, if the things this world gave you Leave hungers that won't pass away My belief
5: Mm. Mm-hmm miracles?
0: Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles.
5: Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community.
0: Oh yeah, how?
5: Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all preparing for Jesus to return together.
0: Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening?
5: Bible studies start at 10am service at 11am and guess what that's followed by?
0: Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely! Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street Hamilton, New South Wales
5: Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile
0: Are you looking for free wholesome fun for the kids these school holidays?
5: Maitland Church is having its winter break frog fun day again for 6 to 9 year olds.
0: What do you mean frog lyle? Is this a fun day for amphibians?
5: No! Frog stands for fully relying on God, and this holiday's theme is dare to be different.
0: Activities include songs, Bible stories, crafts, and snacks.
5: This is a one day only special event on Wednesday, the 10th of July, starting at 9 a.m.
0: To register your kids, call 0411 22760. The
5: address is 72 Brunswick Street, east maitland
0: kids you are welcome to bring all your friends but book now as spaces are limited
5: that number again 0411 222 760
4: you're listening to faith fm positively different radio
6: Whether our fears for today nor our worries about the future, not even the power of hell can never separate us from God's love. us from God's love. And I am convinced that nothing could ever separate us from God's
1: Welcome back to Faith FM. That was Anna Beaton with I Am Convinced. Oh, just loving the the beads right now. (laughs) Bead. dog. Oh, man, it's so good. But we've come to the time for the question of of the the day. day. Do you have any more clues? Dude, we're still
0: still making up our (laughs) home-baked... Please, please.
1: The number of wheels a motorcycle has.
0: Give us a, That's not a biblical clue. Give us. A, <laughs> give us a call if you know the answer. One eight hundred faith FM. One 843 and you can win a copy of Patriarchs and Prophets if you can tell me uh, what number it is that we're trying to uh, guess today. And um.
1: Oh, the number of witnesses in Revelation.
0: Ooh, that's very
1: good. Oh, that's very that's a good. that's a good one.
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of one myself. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think.
1: The most amount of popes there's ever been.
0: The number of pieces of wood used to make the cross that Jesus was high on.
1: Hey why do you yeah. know the answer to that question, Monica? <laughs> you must,
0: I, can't
1: I don't think you know the answer oh, to that. Oh I know.
0: They had to take that one, they had to take that one, and they had to, okay. one, they had to nail them together okay. to make a cross. How mm. many pieces of wood? The,
1: <laughs> the number the number of feet uh, that a disciple had when their the number feet was of feet washed. that
0: Jesus had nailed to the cross.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And, then, and and also in a separate clue, the number of hands that Jesus had nailed to the cross. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: in a separate clue. And a
2: separate clue.
0: It's not total of hands and feet, <laughs> it's hands. Or feet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The here. number
1: of shoes someone usually wears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's <laughs> yeah. get to the question of the day, Lawson. Uh, actually, someone uh, asked this question in conjunction with the study that we we're giving today. And this is very interesting. Oh. And uh, and they said, you know, do you still have to be hospitable to someone who is abusive?
1: Oh, mm. do you?
0: That is, that hairy, is a hairy good question.
1: question. That yeah. is. Um. Yeah, let's, let's, let's give a biblical... In fact, let's give more than a biblical answer. Well, this is a biblical answer. Let's give a Jesus said answer because it's the best answer. It's like, you know, I think sometimes you can be like, oh, well, the Bible says this in 1 in Thessalonians or, or whatever. But it's even better when you can just go to Jesus and Jesus said something and it's just like, yeah, well, let's see what exactly Jesus said. In Matthew chapter 5, yes, um, Matthew chapter 5, in verse 38, I'll start reading. The Bible says, You have heard it said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. So, immediately here Jesus starts commentating on the fact that, you know, in, in, in the current Hebrew law that was, that was given under the dispensation of the theocracy, you know, eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. You know, someone hurts you, you hurt them back. Mm. But I tell you not to resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on the right cheek... Turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him take your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. So we're supposed to let
0: people hurt us?
1: Well... This is actually oh there's so there's actually a lot of uh, of historical background to what Jesus is saying here that we could get into if if time allowed. But essentially I think what Jesus is is getting to here is the fact that anything that someone does to us we're supposed to respond in love. Obviously I think there there is different levels of appropriate responses but I just I just think about Jesus on the cross. He's hanging there. He's been abused. He's been, you know, mistrialled and judged unfairly. And his arms are wide open. You know those that those those amount of hands that he has nailed to the cross. That amount of feet that he has nailed to the cross, which is also the answer for our clue. Um, he's hanging there, and he says, "Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do." Like, isn't that powerful? Like, the height and the level that the the love that Jesus had for these people that he he went through the abuse obviously it was for a purpose obviously that you know there was something going on in the background and i think you know to just needlessly hurt ourselves we we read yesterday you know do not yeah, I'm seek not gonna, counsel I'm not this, from the ungodly.
0: I'm not going to let this go so easy because, you know, turning on the cheek, does that mean if you're a wife and you're being domestically abused, you know, violently by your husband, you're supposed to turn the mm. other cheek when he's beating you up? You know, when it says to be hospitable and let s- a stranger into your home, what if that stranger you know is a pedophile and you have small children you allow to let them in the home? Like, where's the line? Are Christians just supposed to be doormats? Are we supposed to just, you know, mm. take it as it comes and just be like, oh, well...
1: But I think the interesting thing is that the next verse that comes directly after this passage, it says, you've heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. So what this is getting at is is like, okay, are we supposed to let them walk all over them? No, that's not doing good to our neighbors who are doing evil to us. We need to give people the consequences of their actions, hundred percent, but we need to treat them with love. Yeah. We need to treat with them with forgiveness.
0: And that might be a boundary.
1: And that might be a boundary, 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think even Jesus is an advocate for boundaries. But essentially, yeah, that's what the Bible is getting at. Do we? What, how do we respond do to we just, abuse? Yeah, do we just we let res-
0: them freely commit crime? No. No. no.
1: We respond in love, mm-hmm. in the love that God has. And, you know, the Bible says that, you know, God deals with us as sons. That's a term of, of endearment yeah um, that's, that's a term of love, um, and he says, you know as he deals with us as sons, he also chastens us as sons, yeah, so it's like how do we deal with people who are using and abusing us well in the way that God would? Yeah he um, gave that- us
0: boundaries, we can give them boundaries.
1: 100 percent. right now, this is Melissa Otto with don't give
6: up.
3: Sure enough Where angels fight Beside the One Who desires to own
1: back to Faith FM and unfortunately we have come to the end of our show. I know I've been having a bit of an up and down morning and good times and bad times kind of day, uh, you know, getting in late. But I tell you what, you know, studying the Bible and just being close to Jesus and, and just knowing what, you know, He wants you to do in your life is an incredible, amazing thing. Of course, we've come to the end of our show where we give something away. I've got sitting here with me a recipe book. We were talking about milk and soy milk and how, you know, it is awesome when people go plant-based. And I have a book here. It's by Donna Green Goodman. It's called Cooking Up. And that's not cooking, but in cook-in. Cooking Up Good Health Recipe Collection. So, this is an incredible book. This is actually the second in a series by by, by Donna Green Goodman. Um, and yeah, you can pick this up one up completely for free. It's just chock a block with incredible recipes i'm looking at some now for guacamole and curry lentil soup and egyptian stew if you if any of those things sound good to you give us a call 1-800-324-843 and you'll get this book completely for free of course i'm talking by myself right now because monica is not in here um she said to me oh you know i'm gonna pull a lawson and just not be here while we're on air But um, the embarrassing thing for her is that she's not late. She's just on the toilet. So, you know, good luck, Monica. Have fun. But, of course, we are coming to the end of our show. That was a little bit spiteful. I'm sorry about that. But, again, the number, if you want to pick up this book, 1-800-324-843, you'll get it completely for free. Or you can text us 0491-064-669. Just want to remind you guys, um, if you, if you you want to learn more about the Bible, if you want to study the Bible a little bit more, get in contact with us. Uh, We'll hook you up with different Bible study courses if you're in the Newcastle area. You can get in contact with me, and I would be more than happy to study the Bible with you. We've had a great day today, great show. Keep listening. More programming after this. This has been FaithFM.